0: I want to welcome everybody to the Mauer Report this evening. I must remind you that this is an opinionated show, so the views and opinions of this show are those of its host and guests and do not reflect any views of any sponsor, simulcasting network, or anybody else. So if you want to email me, come over to my website and find it yourself. I know that sounds pretentious. And to the guy who left the nasty iTunes review today, thumbs up. Thanks for listening. Come back. Anyways... (laughs) I know that's horrible. Can I get any worse to my listeners than I am right now? Yeah, probably. Um, I love most of them. There's just a few that make me cringe. Uh, my guest tonight is Dana Wright, and you wrote. I, I didn't write the current book down because I got I got memorized by. How many books do you have out now?
1: I have eight.
0: Yeah, see, I started looking at all these pretty covers and things started dancing from my head about different things through the course of all these different books, and I'm like, oh yeah. And I want to welcome you back. It has been a while. I, I promised to bring you on probably back sooner than this, but I failed. So thank you for being oh, persistent.
1: Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so w- let's just jump right into the 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 pot. You want to talk about the New World Order, okay? So w- let's let's let's, st- let's stop before we get too far into. How do you frame the New World Order? What does that mean to you? Well, some
1: people call it NWO, which you've seen uh, for wrestling. That's kind of like a hashtag wrestling thing, NWO. Well, it's also a conspiracy theory, and there's uh, different versions of it. So just to clarify, um, some versions are, you know, about the Rothschilds, uh, predominantly about Jewish bankers. And have anti-Semitic uh, rings to them. Now, mine includes all bankers of all races. So I just, you know, want the disclaimer out there. Uh, but some people believe it's just the Rothschild family and the banking industry. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, another version is about aliens. How aliens are running things. How the reptilians are shape shifting into our world leaders whenever they see fit, and they're trying to mold this world a certain way so they can easily take it over. Now, I definitely believe in aliens, as um, I have. I think you interviewed me about my my previous books, which were alien themed, but this book is not has nothing to do with aliens. And then, of course. The last version, the version that I fully embrace, is the Christian version, which believes that the world is organizing into a one-world government through uh, globalization, and eventually we will have a one-world government, and the Antichrist will be its leader, so... um, Mine is, is not the Jewish theme, mine is not the alien theme, but it is the paranormal religious theme.
0: So w- let's go back to the original one that you didn't even really, do you sub count, you subject, do you sub not, take two. The wrestling <laughs> one. <laughs> I, yes, I think, I the think wrestling the- Now, I'm not going to make you, I'm not going to ask you wrestling questions, but is that kind of, you know, how sometimes, you know, like the alien thing, we always, there's these things they put out there just to kind of dumb us down to it, make it seem kind of just part of culture and more acceptable, like, because, you know, there's there's a generation of people out there that think New World Order, they have pictures of wrestlers in their heads, not any kind of conspiracy whatsoever.
1: Well, as you know, I, I believe you know him, uh, Jesse Ventura is one of the most famous rustlers and conspiracy theorists in the world. So what better way to harmlessly introduce a conspiracy theory through a, a mainstream cultural event that millions of people watch?
0: that people don't believe anyways. So, or, you know, I guess I, Oh boy, there come the, I just probably blew my email up right there. Wrestling is real air quotes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, just to keep that under control. Um, but there's this, you know, the element of everything being scripted and all you just, you know, and then you just kind of roll it out there and everybody feels good about it. You know? And I think, you know, sometimes you see these things and, and you look back up on them, and you go, what were they really trying to tell us? Because I don't believe these things. Right. These, I don't, I mean, Bob Ross is right. There are happy accidents, but um, I don't believe that was the case with this one.
1: Well, uh, I, I went to, uh, and not to get too far off the subject, but uh, I went to the Alien Con uh, here in town uh, last month, and um, that Dr. Jonathan Young from Ancient Aliens was one of the speakers, and he was talking about how he believes, um, he's no proof of this, but he believes that our culture is trying to softly get us used to aliens. That was his take. I'm going to go one step forward, and, and he, oh, and by the way, he used, uh, the movie, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It had, um, it, w- it was about an alien landing with um, that redheaded actress and um, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was a do- she was she was a linguist and she spoke all these languages and they thought she could figure out what the aliens were saying. So it was out a few- couple years ago. I'll I'll remember it, but anyway, that was his big thing that that they're introducing aliens to us through pop media culture to to softly uh, get us to accept the idea. Well, I'm taking it another step further, and I'm saying that maybe the wrestling industry is taking the New World Order theme and breaking it to us softly through, you know, entertaining uh, scripted wrestling matches to get us used to the term and what is to come. So I'm just, you know, I'm just putting it out there. You don't have to agree.
0: Well, I'll say this, the truth to Stranger Than Fiction, but um, I had former FBI uh, linguist on Jim Fitzgerald, and he was telling me about they actually do sit around and talk about ways to communicate with aliens.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Fun stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how far off are we, you know what I'm saying, are we just... I mean, where's that line anymore, right?
1: Right. Does life imitate art or does art imitate life,
0: right? Yeah. Oh, Chuck, that's great. I'm not saying it's aliens, though, Jim. Yeah, You know, you get the Giorgio Tsoukalis thing going on from Ancient Aliens. Okay, but anyways. (laughs) He was there, too, by the way. (laughs) I should fix my hair even though I'm not doing video, but I don't think I can get it high enough, but, you know. Uh, (laughs) But that's we're not here to talk aliens. Of course, aliens are... I think it's all interweaved together, though, as we try to um, change perspective. There, I I said it nicely. There was another way that I was going to say it, but I've already ripped on wrestling. I didn't need to um, alienate more people. Alienate, that's a bad pun. Oh, (laughs)
1: Like it. (laughs) Like the play. Uh, Good word play.
0: I I think there's a lot of that. You know, people they call, they call the social media sites communities. You know, they want you to believe in those, mm-hmm. but they leave you yeah. more depressed, more feeling alone, more. I mean, there's studies about all this. I'm not just making stuff up. So I think you know, as we try to turn the terminology to fit whatever we want it to do, in this whole campaign against fake media, it's just amazing how the times are a- changing. And I don't know. I mean, I'm just sitting here doing this swirl motion around as we spin everything around where the cards land on the deck when we're done.
1: Well, you're, uh, somewhat in the thick of it. You've had uh, plenty of guests who are getting screwed because of, in my opinion of globalization, new world order. They just, what they have to say is against the grain of where people want this country to go. So the other option is to ruin them. So, that's, that's where we're at right now. Um, you know, without getting too political, I think this um, three and a half years of impeachments kind of prove that if you're not with them, you're against them because they're not taking on new ideas. The world is going in this direction, whether the people want it or not, and that's all there is to it. Uh, and it's not just America. Look at Great Britain. Look at Brexit. Uh are they still in
0: the EU? I, yeah, I, do, I, I don't know, but it's for That's a phenomenal process to watch. And then I have a bunch of Canadian friends who are popping up Western Canadian, Canada. If I could find out how to untie my tongue, this would be a better show tonight. I can promise. Uh, but they're talking about splitting. There's always there's always these rumors about California leaving the United States and Texas. I believe Texas probably would first betting odds just saying um but that doesn't that doesn't lend lend (laughs) itself to this one world government though it leads us to chaos well chaos breaks
1: down a society and and if you want to start with a clean slate you have to break down what you have and that's exactly what we have going on now There's a lot of steps to New World Order, you know, uh, without getting too detailed. But censorship is, you know, one of the biggest ones. And you're talking about fake media. Well, it's not just the media. Uh, Censorship, as we're seeing, is uh, going on at university after university after university after university. Uh, Public universities get funds withheld if they don't teach certain aspects of the curriculum. We've got uh, speakers that are not in line with liberal views of the university that are not allowed to speak there. Uh, we've got all kinds of censorship going on we, uh, in, in every department. Um, I've personally known people who have lost their jobs because maybe they were Facebooking or tweeting uh, too much about political stuff that was not in line with, um, you know, their company's policy. So, this whole, uh, I, uh walking, watching the Democratic debates, I mean, on a side note, we got Kamala Harris demanding that Trump be, uh, banned from Twitter. The President of the United States being banned from Twitter. Uh, I mean, it's just, I've, I've never seen this before in my life. We are, uh, as I hear, as I hear from my British friends, America is really even though we're all shocked about it, this is pretty normal. I, I guess Europe has all kinds of censorship going on. There's a lot of books banned in in Europe. Uh, one, uh, my two books have Nazi swastikas on them, and if you read them, you you figure out why they have absolutely nothing to do with Hitler. And I don't want to give the stories away, but I can't sell them in Germany. Because Germany does not allow any type of Nazi symbolism, because I guess they're sugarcoating their history books uh, that people are reading, and um, they're not that bad in World War II. So, if we're going to change history, we're going to censor everybody. We're going to threaten your livelihood if you don't shut up. We're not really in a democracy anymore. We're we're shifting. And we need to shift all the way into a globalized world, and then the changes will, of course, all of the changes will take place.
0: It's interesting to watch this balance of going back and forth. And then you sit here and go, what's to stop it from swinging the other, too far the other way, though? Right? If we, it, As we talk about this, I'm sure somebody becomes aware of something for the first time and plants a seed and it goes wherever it goes. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. At least they thought about something besides their traditional, normal values through the course of this program. But, oh, I, you know, I just, you know, I see that boat rock. You know, you're rocking the boat, right? And everybody's, you know, there's this back and forth, especially in this our political climate right now, right? Back and forth. Well, you can only rock the boat so long before the bro- the boat just snaps in half or hits an iceberg, as it may. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what happens? Yeah, you're. <laughs> right.
1: Be- because let's say, you're absolutely right. I mean, just to keep using the uh, American example, let's say it doesn't look like tr- tr- Trump's going anywhere. This um, impeachment thing doesn't seem to hold that much weight. In in my opinion, I'm sure other people would argue with me. But let's say for the- for the sake of argument, he gets out of this whole thing and he wins the next election. Well, what's that that going to be? Another four years of constant impeachment, constant harassment, constant trying to go against everything he's trying to get done. And then on the other side of the coin, let's say he loses the next election and we, we get a Democrat. Well, now it's going to be revenge. So everything that Democrat tries to get done, it's going to be revenge time. And where are we going with this? You're, you're absolutely right. We're making it, we're dividing ourselves more and more and more. And like you said, the boat's about to break and that's the perfect time to sweep in. And, uh, you know, not to get too in depth about it, but meanwhile, where are we at now? $22 trillion in debt, right? Is that about right?
0: Yeah. Somewhere in there.
1: Okay. $22 trillion in debt. Uh, they say after, when we get to 30 trillion dollars in debt, it's a, a high national security risk and we, um, are in, and it's national security. We, we, the people loaning us the money could call in their markers and that would be that, that for the United States of America. So, we're getting awfully close to that number and even if we didn't spend any money, we're, we'd still go up another trillion in interest or something like that. So, so the experts say, so how are we, I mean, and we've got, you know, one, one uh, entire party talking about free this, free that, free that with what money we're, we're $22 trillion in debt. No one even wants to talk about that. And again, we've look at vent Venezuela, their their total chaos is going on there, and that's what's going to happen here if we don't get our finances uh, in control. And um, on a on a separate note, I don't know if you remember what happened to uh, what happened in in Greece on that one um, island. I want to say Crete. I might be wrong. It was one of those uh, wealthy islands off the coast. Maybe about eight years, seven years ago, or so. The, um, all of the rich people, all of their money disappeared in the banks. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, the world, this should have been a story that should have been pounded into our heads about every day for like six months. Because when I heard that story, it was like a one or two day thing.
0: Well, everything's it, a one or two day thing anymore, though.
1: Well,
0: that should have very-
1: been a. That, that was a, that was a practice run for what's gonna happen We're no. gonna wake up
0: I got news for you I'm not stealing any money out of my bank account
1: <laughs> <laughs> No I hear you if you got none to steal, then you, right you can't get blood out of a rock but um, <laughs> I get you there but nonetheless that's how it's gonna happen and what about our homes um, what if we've got a house? What if, what if that house is paid for? What happens there? Uh, I'm already seeing these whole, this whole call for reverse mortgages, and they make the, the the commercials are so you know benign and 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 sweet, and and I just want some money to hang out with my grandchild. So so I think I'll give the bank back my house. I, come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's this, this commercials. This, I love commercials. Well, I don't get to watch that many anymore because I've cut the cords. So I don't have to watch commercials. But when, I, when I'm when i unfortunately stuck somewhere that has commercials, between the medication that you have to tell your doctor you need and these reverse mortgage commercials, and then every once in a while you'll see a beer commercial that really doesn't sell me any beer, I don't know. I, I mean, guy sitting in the woods and he opens the can it says Bush. Uh, it doesn't make me sorry, anheuser Bush doesn't make me want to buy right. a can of bush um right I could or, be wrong. Maybe, or, maybe it's working well for you if it does great
1: or, or, or they're all a bunch of supermodels and they're drinking like cases of beer while they're playing volleyball on the beach well people who i know who drink cases of beer don't look aren't wearing bikinis if you know what i'm saying
0: yeah i was gonna say they're on the Just, beach but it's <laughs> at a lake with a fishing pool and well oh speaking speaking of <laughs> Redneck people. Oh, God. I just said that out loud. <laughs> did, did you see? This This is the ultimate play with our minds. Hey, did you see South Dakota spent half a million dollars ish on an anti meth campaign? No, just, I did not. No. This just came out. I think this was yesterday. I screenshotted it because I, I was I was just dumbfounded. Um, they hired this ad agency because, what is it? 80. Hold on. I'll bring up the image on my phone uh, real quick. 80. T- 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 where is it at No, talk see I had all this time while you're talking I could have looked it up and brought up a good point here 8three percent of South Dakota's 2019 court case court administrated for a controlled substance are related to meth this is a real thing this was this yeah that was yesterday about this time I screenshot it a matter of fact 83 percent so they have this old guy sorry sorry old guy in the picture but you're old you can admit it I'm sure meth <laughs> I'm on it and they're posting these probably as billboards and digital advertising, you know, everywhere. Meth, I'm on it. And I'm thinking to myself now I'm a little conflicted by the message here because he's standing out in the field and there's, you know, his life is going on. Normally this is supposed to be a crime prevention campaign but it did go viral. It caught my attention. I don't know if it's going to create any awareness that's going to help you solve the usage, but you get attention drawn to it. <laughs> well, drugs are
1: just a, a very mild form of population control. You know, you don't have to nuke nuke anybody. You don't have to give bio, uh, put out some biochemicals to destroy anybody. You just let the people who you know want to escape their reality get addicted to something, and poof, they die off.
0: But why do that's we protect so many why do we protect so many people though? Natural selection, I, do I mean batting helmets, seatbelts and cars. <laughs> warning labels on hot coffee. I mean, those are just a few that come to mind that we could
1: That's I not mean, protection. That's protection from a lawsuit. That's not protection of people. That's that's protection from giving up your money. <laughs>
0: Man, when, when did that old when did that old switch though? Because it seemed like you know maybe maybe this is just the the good old boy club telling these stories. You know, I used to be able to do whatever. I never thought about <laughs> suing anybody, and now you you know you see somebody kind of start to trip on a sidewalk, and you're like, oh, well, they're going to get a lawyer. Yep.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh yes. no, I hope they don't fall on the sidewalk. I I never did get that fixed.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't. Want, I don't want to be witnessing this. I can't. I don't want to have to testify in court that I watched a person fall on the sidewalk.
1: That's where we're at right now. It's one big legal battle. I mean, everything ends up in court. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: Is that, that, now see, I'm, watch this. The good host here coming up. Drawing a circle. Is that because we're trusting the government more than ever to help us with our problems?
1: I, I think so. I, I, honest to God, the government is, gets more and more powerful each year. And pretty soon, you know, they're gonna they're gonna merge with all the other countries, and I'm seeing it. Where I can really prove my point is in the UN. I don't know if you or your listeners are familiar with the Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050. We're agenda.
0: Just 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 pick one out and start talking because I think we're, we're we're in for a good time here. So go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, it's. The whole, all of these, the UN, as you know, you guys all know, it started with the League of Nations and was just meant to, uh, create, uh, a space for governments to come together on a peaceful note and talk about problems of the world and so forth. And, and then things really got cooking and the UN's role really shifted under the first Bush, George H. Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush. And he went to, the first, you know, real agenda meeting um in uh, nineteen ninety two and we went to Rio with um the other members of the UN at that time and they brainstormed into shifting from an arena to kind of share your problems in a peaceful manner to a power, to a world power. That this is the clearly the shift. And they set out an agenda, hence the, you know, phrase agenda. And, uh, they came up loosely with some rules that they wanted to accomplish as the world. And they're not, they're not laws. You can't make someone put this into their government, but nonetheless, all of the leaders went back to their countries, whether you're Republican, Democrat, didn't really matter. You, your goal was to, Um, take the ideas from the U.N. and then put them into laws, which we have done. And, um, again, uh, it started with George Bush. Then every five years they had another meeting, and then eventually they had a meeting called Agenda 21. And that was in the 90s, and it stood for the 21st century, Agenda 21. So that is when they decided... Um, some environmental policies, some ideas for, of course, world government, some ideas about sustainable, sustainable development. I'm sure you've heard that buzzword a million times. Um, uh, some ideas about uh, poverty, uh, at, which is redistri- redistribution of wealth. Uh, some, you know, uh, All of these ideas were um, ironed out in the next agenda, which was in 2030. So we've got that Ocasio Cortez, one of, one of my favorite politicians. She's sitting there talking about her Green New Deal as if that were her idea. That's not her idea. She read the UN website, and uh, I I, would, I don't want to say she stole it. I personally think she's a puppet for someone. But oh yeah, we we got to do the the Green New Deal. Well, the Green New Deal is one of the UN's Sustainable Development Goals. She totally ripped them right off and she's trying to pawn it off as her own because no one wants to say, Oh, I'm implementing the UN, uh, all of the uh, UN's ideas because people would start to take new world order a whole lot more credibly than, um, they do at this point. And, um, you know, I just want to reiterate another one of the UN goals is a borderless society. Well, what do we got going on right now? we've got uh, the Democrats want uh, open border policy uh, with, uh, well, Canada. Okay. Canada doesn't seem to be that much of a problem, that, uh, but with Mexico and we've got, of course, got the cartels and other issues going on there. So, and they want to, uh, they want to give anybody who comes to this country free healthcare and, and free every free uh, entitlement programs. So this is, not the United States idea. This is not an American idea. This is a UN idea, and this is the problem. We've got the UN, which didn't set out to run the world. All of a sudden, is running the world. I think most people don't understand. The UN has its own army. I don't. I don't know if anybody knew that before, but um, they call them blue helmets, and they're they're military soldiers. From different countries they get paid more than they do in their country I mean not a, not a lot more but substantially more and they work for the UN and, uh, and you know what one of the UN's military uh, objectives is to secure borders so here we are we America when I say we we pay for half of the UN we pay for half of this why are we paying for half of something that is a global? Initiative. Well, again, when we become a one-world government, there's the United States of America sitting pretty, having the most power in this UN, and and who's going to be uh, on top of things? Of course, the Americans. So, anyway, the UN's objective is to secure borders, right? In in dispute. And well, why? And well, why aren't they on the Mexican border? Why why do we have ICE? I, I don't, see, I don't understand this. We're paying half of our, half of the entire UN, which is billions of dollars each year, and we're not using them, which we have all the power in that uh, organization. We're not calling the troops to the Mexican border. I, I, see, I, there's a lot of questions here that nobody seems to be asking. Why? Well,
0: they're, too, they're too busy asking other questions right now.
1: Right, right, like, like, uh yeah, like who's quid pro quo and whom or some, you know, whatever. Uh, we got a lot of questions that are a lot more important than what's going on now, in my opinion. And nobody's even asking that. To me, when I heard all of this stuff about the impeachment, my number one question is, why are we giving Ukraine a, a billion dollars in aid every year? That, that was what stuck with me. But no, everybody's fine with that.
0: Yeah, well, I, that was kind of one of those things that came out to me. And then here's the thing. Um, nobody wants to hear this, right? But they're apparently, we've got a big mess in Ukraine. We've got the Biden situation. Um, Paul Manafort had some dealings in Russia and, and Ukraine. He helped get the current president erected. So let, let's be honest. Whatever's going on sure. over there is an interesting mess. Why it's happening <laughs> over there. I want to know, but I don't think these impeachment hearings are going to get us to the bottom of, well, this glass oh. of water, this lovely glass of I- water, uh, let alone what I want to know.
1: Oh, well, I couldn't agree more with you. But what it, it, it appears to me with this whole foreign aid is a way for politicians to get rich is, oh, well, I'll give you foreign aid and you kick Some of that back to my family and give them uh, BS jobs for millions of dollars, and then you can keep the rest. That—that's how I'm seeing it. Am I not seeing this correctly? I mean,
0: well, until as the as the meme goes on the internet with the guy sitting behind the table that says, "Prove me wrong," (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just uh, I um. So this whole entire thing is. I take a whole bunch of money from the taxpayers and I give it to another country and they give me a percentage back that I can get to my family. So therefore I can get rich off of the backs of, you know, everybody else. That's what I'm seeing. I mean, again, this isn't um, a question that too many people want to know the answer to. And if you look at Facebook, as I'm sure you do and all the other internet sites, Uh, Joe Biden's not the only one doing this. There's um, Nancy Pelosi, I think, was one of the families. There's there's about five or six of them that have pulled this stunt. Here's foreign aid, and then in return, their kids, who are completely unqualified, get some ridiculously high-paid job, which I'd be curious to know if they ever even showed up at the office for one day. (laughs)
0: let's not get crazy. So so you really think government officials are aliens that um – Shape shift? Huh.
1: <laughs> well, that's one theory. Okay, again, I have the religious theory.
0: I know. Which... I, just, I just had to transition to that moment, just because it's getting a little heavy right now. <laughs> but uh. The yeah, religious, but uh, the, the religious theory makes sense to this this degree because you have to believe in it, right? Right. You have to take buy into it because the other ones, it just kind of exists, right? Because if if any politician right. was a shape shifting alien. It is what it is. I I mean, I don't have to believe that. But for the rest of – for your theory to be true, we all kind of have to collectively dig into it and buy in on some level or be so – I think the other thing that kills me about what's going on right now, we'll be all so flipping tired of it that most people won't care by the time the election comes around.
1: No, I'm – well, I'm here in Texas, so things are a little bit more – red if you know what i'm saying and um uh, i listen to the talk radio on the way home from work and you know people are are calling up these radio hosts and they're infuriated and you know i don't give a crap what he's done i'm voting for him no matter what and i i mean uh, they're just they're infuriated right now at least in this red state. Now, you know, maybe they're getting a whole bunch of different kinds of calls in New York or California. Um, you know, everything's relative, but you're absolutely right. People are getting mad. They don't care anymore. They want their pound of flesh one way or another. And at the end of the day, all you're doing is creating more chaos and more division. And, uh, I mean, I can't even, uh, I My mom's always uh, been a staunch Democrat, and um, I'm one of those moderate, could go either way. She and I can't even talk to each other about politics anymore. We avoid the whole entire subject, and that never was. Uh, we're just... It, it causes an argument, so we don't talk about it. I mean, that's how it is, for I think, for a lot of people. And that never was. We never had that problem before. People would just... Kinda, you know, whatever, that's your idea. We don't have it anymore. Um
0: I don't, I don't think there's but, an open discussion anymore. Like it's either red, blue, red, blue. And if you yeah. if you kinda of for me, and this uh German town owner gave me this, purple or somewhere in between, moderate, kind of just, you know, it's we'd stop before we burn the whole place down kinda of person. Um there's no real discussion for you to have because it doesn't make sense to that side or that side, so you're kind of just talking to yourself, which what is the same thing the other people are doing just because they're angry and they're not making a point, but they don't see it that right. way.
1: But, but uh, Jim, I, I did want to point to you. I do have um, some some more proof for you. I mean, you're, you're saying that, that my theory is based on a set of beliefs, which you're right. It is, but I have a couple of things. Besides my, besides the UN and their agendas, which pretty much call for a one-world government, and besides the call for globalization, um, as you as we already know, I mean, everybody wants to get this whole carbon footprint thing in. That's a global tax on on um, your your carbon footprint. Now you know, come on. Um, here's one. That maybe you know about, maybe your listeners know about. But um, when I found out about it a few years back, I was blown away. There's, um, there was this tunnel called the Gotthard Tunnel in Switzerland that was built, and it's the first tunnel that went through. I don't know how many miles of uh, mountain pass to get I, from Switzerland into Germany, and I don't know how many miles long it was, but it's supposedly the longest tunnel that was engineered throughout a mountain pass ever. So it's an engineering marvel and it's definitely something to celebrate. So I want to say in 2016 or 2017, the EU leaders, uh, Merkel, um, I think it was maybe Sarkozy at the time, not, not Macron, but the guy before Macron, um, the, um, oh, who was the one, um, Tony Blair, maybe, or, or no, maybe, uh, I, mm, I want to say, I want to say Tony Blair, maybe it was Theresa May. Anyway, all the world leaders came to this parade for this train tunnel that went through the Alps and they put on quite a show. And, um, I urge you and your listeners to look at it on YouTube one of these days, and it, it it pretty much spells out New World Order. About about the only thing they don't um, do is have a banner that says NWO going through this parade. Uh, they've got a fallen angel. They've got a guy dressed as Baphomet or uh, a demon that that some even believe is Satan himself, doing um, a kind of witchy type of dance. They've got a group of people in um, flesh-colored unitards that might be simulating some kind of orgy. Uh, it's just complete hedonistic, complete Satanism. It's Please take a look. Now, why they would have this to celebrate a tunnel, I don't know. The only thing that I can come up with is... The cat's out of the bag. Um, we don't have to hide anymore. Things are, are coming our way. This is who we worship, the the devil and, um, the heck with everybody else. Uh, that, that's my take on it, but you'd have to watch the video to, to answer that for yourself. Complete bizarre. And on another thing that to me really points in the direction of new world order is, um, of course, in Revelation, it says, at the end of days, there will be a common worship. Well, the Pope right now, this is the only Pope who's ever done this, has joined with other leaders of other religions, and they have uh, national prayer days, national talk days, um, national youth days that celebrate all religions, and then they all pray together. Now, they don't all believe in the same God, so why are they praying together? Well, to me, they're trying to unify. You know, in in, in lots of baby steps, they want to unify as one religion. And um, this pre this Pope is already changing things up. He's been quoted as saying, "There's no such thing as hell." He's um, allowing priests to marry in certain areas, which you know might not be a bad thing. But um, that is certainly never been part of the Catholic religion and um, you know he's got, uh, he wants, oh he's publicly said time and time again how he wants open borders and no walls. Well he lives in the Vatican where there's a big wall around the Vatican so, but he's publicly stated that the world doesn't need any walls. Well how nice of you to say that you know (laughs) you live behind a wall and um I just you know want to throw it out there uh, that he's very political. He's very anti-Trump and he's very into globalism and uh, one-world unity, end of poverty, which means redistribution of wealth. So I mean, I I know I'm I'm babbling, but those are some of my smoking guns. You're doing, okay. and, oh. You're
0: doing good, and there's another one that I want to mention about the Pope while we're talking about the Pope. Did you hear him say that he had baptized an alien? <laughs> Just for the I record. I missed that one. Just for the record, in case you needed something else to fuel your fire. I missed that one. I'll have to look that one up later and blog about it. <laughs> that's that's always my, that's my favorite thing. When, when he said that, I'm like, my show for the next 10 years is going to reference that one. And so far, I I just can't help myself. It just seems so great. So uh, Make fun all you want. Yeah, make a mission, too, right? (laughs) That he's not scared, so they can land behind his wall anytime.
1: (laughs) Anyway, that is... Oh, wait, can I throw one more thing? Yep, go ahead. One more thing, not uh, to to uh, add fuel to my fire. Okay. Another part of new world order is the citizens can't have guns, right? Can't have right. guns. How, how can we take, how can the government take over the world or at least America if everyone's armed? So got to get rid of guns. Well, that's a major platform. I, I don't know if you were following um, that Barack Obama or um, not Barack Obama, forgive me, Beto O'Rourke, Do you, you know who he is, right?
0: hmm Of course. He dropped I, I, out recently. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize he's in. So, it made my knowing that he dropped out. Oh wait, I didn't know he was in that. Just, anyways.
1: What? He just <laughs> dropped out like a week ago, but he. I think if you're, whole, if you're in it,
0: you've got to stay in it at least until the year the election is. If you get in I this agree, early, you got to Anyways, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, I, no, I agree, but he, I think he ran out of money or something like that.
0: Well, you could just stay in it and be out of money. Nobody knows. (laughs) Well, he let the cat out of the
1: bag because they're all anti-gun, right? Well, his anti-gun went farther left than everyone else's. He basically said on television in an interview that his idea to get rid of guns is to look off the registry and to demand everybody who ever registered for a gun to bring it in to the police station. And then the reporter said, well, what if they don't voluntarily bring in their gun for your government? He wanted a government buyback program. And the reporter said, well, what if they don't voluntarily bring it in? And he said after that, well, then we get law enforcement to go to their home and take it.
0: That's New world and and, and you you're from Texas I'm from western northwestern Pennsylvania you know the, the the kind that um enjoys their hunting outdoor sports i was going to say hunting but i'll say outdoor sports um there are probably people within the sound of my voice not not the computer sound of my voice within the sound of my voice who would um not be thrilled about that idea <laughs>
1: I just thought I'd share, that was one of my favorite, like, oh my gosh, this guy's not even hiding that he's in New World Order, okay, he's like, just, yeah, we're going to go to your house and take it, and that's what everyone's terrified of, and he's like, yeah. And, I have and another, he dropped out about a week after that.
0: I have another working theory about this, this is this is fascinating, that even, I I think, now this isn't going to be a lockstep you know, across the board thing. But if you wait two more generations, the number of people that know how to successfully use a gun will be down tremendously because people Ooh. were, because a, they you know, we talked about this government protection thing. So everybody calls the police and B the numbers of people hunting and fishing and being outdoors because of iPhones is going to go or iPhones. Sorry, Apple. You're not just your products, but all the technology <laughs> products, continue to drive people to a sedentary indoor life
1: Ooh, that's scary
0: it is scary okay so I've got I've I've got, I've got another story that I want your opinion on so bad but I, I want to do this first because I know I'm looking at the time and we've got 14 minutes left I'm looking give or take and if I don't do this now and I get into this we'll be done so first where can people find you and find the books
1: um, my books are all over the place but they're all on amazon.com uh, under Dean Dina Array D I N A R A E um, I have an Amazon author page um, I mean some are on some are on you know Barnes and Noble some are at Walmart some are here some are there but they're all on Amazon under Dean Dina Array D I N A R A E and by the way there is another Dean Array besides me and she's young and she's hot and she sings with Eminem, that's not me.
0: Oh, you should you should take Kay. credit for that too. Oh wait.
1: All right. Same person. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll I'm take a shapeshifter.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be great, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm bald. you can buy my Is, album too.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, has anybody seen you two at the same place? <laughs> okay. The defense wrist. <laughs>
1: So. so yeah, I'm you can find me on Amazon. Um I'm on Twitter at D at, no I'm sorry at Halo of the Damned. At Halo of the Damned. No Spaces. That was my second book and it was about fallen angels. You can find me on Pinterest, Dean Array Books. You can find me on Instagram, uh Dean Array twenty eighteen, because that is the year I finally figured out how to join Instagram. <laughs> Um, I didn't know what it was before and everyone was nagging me to get an Instagram account. Um, I'm of course on Facebook, uh Dina Ray Books. Uh, Dina Ray is, you know, my regular Facebook. Um oh my gosh, I'm I've have, I have two blogs, Conspiracy Crackpot and Dina Ray's Right Stuff dot blogspot dot com. Um, I know I'm sure I'm missing something. Oh, I'm on YouTube. I've got uh, some book trailers. And, um, this is my eighth book and they're all conspiracy themes. Seven are fiction. One is nonfiction. This one's about, uh, uh, this one's a futuristic book. It takes place about 20, 25 years from now. And it's about a new world order. New world order actually happens. And there's a group of people left and what do they do? And it goes from there. And um, so far, it's, it's, you know, been released for about five or six months. And so far, the critics love it.
0: Well, that's all that matters. I mean, I hope other people like it, too. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, where did it go? Oh. Okay, here we go. So did you see the tweet uh, last Wednesday from Representative Paul Gozar from the 4th District in Arizona? And you may be thinking, which one? Because, you know, nope. There's there's so many of them. No, I've, <laughs> I've I've hit my chatters up. I've kind of I, I pressured them to look for it. And nobody did, so I had to sit here and look for it myself. Thumbs down. No, I'm just kidding. they are having a good discussion. Paul well, Gozar. Yes, I'm going to read you the tweet, and then I'll, okay. I'll I'll explain why I'm reading this tweet to you. All the and my phone just goes black. That's good. All the tweets pertaining to today's hearing. Rest assured they were s- substantive every one of them all of them five were brilliant one was okay and then if you if you look at this now I handed it to my wife and she's not nearly the conspiracy person that I am i said just read that tweet and she said yeah it says area 51 because the first sentence started with a the second one started with R, the third one started with e and then the last oh, one i see said, it the last one started with a and then five were brilliant and one was okay i see it <laughs> interesting <laughs> not, yeah. only, not only a good impeachment tweet solid paul yeah. if you want to come on the show and talk about area 51 i will get you my number immediately um
1: oh at uh, area 51 heck yeah that was yeah. Uh, my, I, uh my my book the bestseller and the sequel yeah, takes I mean, I, place at at Broom's Lake, you know, Area Fifty One, Nevada, and um, about the you know secret base and the Nazis and um, Nazi scientists that we took from World War Two, and you know reverse engineering of the aircraft, all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm into all that. That's that's one of my many conspiracy faves.
0: And I'll go as far to say, if if somebody wants me to go to Area 51, set a date, and I'll mortgage my house, and I'll be there.
1: Oh, did you? You didn't go for that one? Um, no, I didn't. I, that they had? No, I,
0: I wanted the invitation to come in the front door and not be arrested in the back of a police car. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the Bob Lazar special on Netflix? Not yet. I keep looking at it. Oh. And I, think, I keep looking at it and go. I'm always, I'm just, when I get to Netflix, it's time to lay down and I don't want to, you know, fall asleep. Oh, so That's have, the
1: Shazay. I love that. That is the best documentary. That guy is awesome. Oh my gosh, you're missing it. You're missing the boat on that one.
0: Well, one of these days I'll have, I don't, like I said, I just don't want to fall asleep during it. And, you know, that'd just be crummy trying to get back to where you were and, you know, yeah. I'm not not that good at things, actually. Um, where was it at? Was it on Netflix or was it on Hulu? I can't remember. But did you watch the one about the pizza bomber? The the pizza what? The pizza bomber. The pizza blama. Bomber. The guy that uh, Brian Wells in Erie, Pennsylvania, probably 20 years ago, uh, he got was kidnapped and forced to wear a pipe bomb around his neck. He was a pizza delivery guy. Ooh, I don't and, know this one. Yeah, it's, it, well, it hap, it's right up the road from me, probably 45 minutes, an hour north of me. And actually, I was in Erie that day, but I wasn't there, obviously. But I was, so it was kind of strange to get home and see it on the news that this happened. And I'm like, that wasn't too far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was closer than it is now, but you know, it wasn't too far where I was. And I'm like, ooh, strange place, strange times. And then admit no, the, the conspiracy behind all that I promise you you sit that it's in three parts it's like four hours or something like that the pizza
1: bomber it. okay you'll love it I I, I love all, I, I watched The Family that one was good
0: what's the other one I they, love you the other one they what, The Birdhouse I think it's called
1: oh yeah I saw that one Sandra Bullock
0: no the conspiracy one there's a conspiracy documentary series about I think it's called The Birdhouse about this guy who was accused of murdering his wife, and spent time in jail. And there was some sloppy investigating, and they finally got him up on appeal. And his attorney proved that a bird, or well, the, got overturned. And then at the end, there's this uh, synopsis part where there's this clip of a bird, and they showed these talons of must have been a hawk, like that left the same marks when they went to, to test it, as that were on his wife.
1: Oh, geez.
0: No, and, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, well, not that I just spoiled it, but yeah. <laughs> but it, it was just phenomenal to see this process. I mean, I like, I don't know. And people tell me I should do True climbing. and I'm like, it's already being done so well by so many other people. I'm just going to enjoy it and not try to do it myself. So
1: You're giving me hours of entertainment to watch. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, now, now we've tra- now we traded our Netflix notes for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, know, I looked this up. Did, where's do you know where the Doomsday Clock is? It's at two minutes to midnight. God, I had looked up where the Dooms the Doomsday uh, Clock. Uh, you know that predicts the end of the world.
1: Oh yeah, the, like the Mayan clock, the uh, for well, 2012, yeah. but that yeah. didn't happen.
0: Well, they forgot leap years. I mean. Uh, well, wait. But, that would have made they, it sooner. Oh,
1: they—they they said that the reason it, that it, it, the world didn't end in 2012 is not because of that. It's because we're in a new era now.
0: Well, boy, I they were right about the new that. world
1: order era. Boy, they were <laughs> right about that new era, weren't they?
0: <laughs> Craziness all across the board. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe that was the uh, maybe you wish the world would end, Claude. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah. So, so many do you watch people making angry. <laughs> I'll make angry, or I'm making angry. Go ahead. Do you watch Doomsday Preppers? Uh, yeah. Well, I watched. Um, yeah, I've watched them. I haven't watched them. In... They're still making them.
1: No, I think it's off the air now. But it um, it was a hit a few years ago.
0: Do you Do you, do you have a follow shelter? Oh wait, I probably shouldn't ask that. Blank twice. If if, you
1: do. No, but if I was rich, that would be my first thing I'd buy with my money. Uh, uh, you know, a place to go when the shit hits the fan, as they say, in in, in doomsday prepper talk. I would have a shelter. Yes, I would have a, a bug out place.
0: Yeah. Well, I, my, my 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 problem is though, these people that are preparing for the end of the world, right? Like nuclear. Mm-hmm. Well, if we, you know, drop enough nuclear bombs at the same time, it just doesn't matter anymore how much stuff you have underground unless you're underground when it happens.
1: Well, there's different studies on that. I don't know. I don't know. I think
0: maybe I'm just trying to get these people to go back underground and stay there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I. I it... I would be willing to try it if I had the money. Like I said, I'd have to have a lot of discretionary money for something like that. Because that's really a luxury item to have a underground condo.
0: I'm, I'm here to tell you some of those people that wasn't a luxury item. That was like they were avoiding anything now <laughs> to eat in 10 years when this thing ends. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that was just my perception of the show. Some of them just, you know, kind of. I'll never forget. back Way back when I first, right around the time I started the show, somebody sent me a video of this guy who was melting down nickels. And he's like, you need to go to the bank today and get all of your, all, all of your money in nickels. And preferably older <laughs> nickels. And I'm I'm just sitting here amazed by this guy. I wish oh, I could, yeah. I wish I could find him. there's so more. I, yeah, there's more, more silver, more lead in them. Yeah. So you, so you can have the silver to trade and you can have the lead for, uh, you guessed it, Seven cents of justice. There, I said it nicely, uh, <laughs> which makes I, my, it, well, obviously husband, it already makes it more worth more than a nickel already because it's seven cents of justice. You've inflated its value. <laughs> yeah, my,
1: my husband does say looks at the dates of coins like that because of that rule.
0: Well, this this guy was you know he was he's like go to the bank and get it all all nickels and pick through them and then take them back and get more. And I'm thinking this is all well and good, but this this is the kind of thing that you might want to keep to yourself because. You know, if a million people go to do this, your nickel surprise right. is just gone now. Like,
1: <laughs> my husband does it, and um, I know about it, but I, I just, I, I can't. There's certain, everybody has their limits, right? Um, <laughs> that's one thing. I just, I can't be looking at the dates of all my coins. I mean, I got, I draw the line at that. That's just too much work. He'll do that, but even, I won't do it i just i, I can't I, I refuse this well, is I'll, it
0: i'll tell you you'll notice the difference they feel different
1: yeah they're a little heavier yeah
0: so most of them are i mean most of the time you'll notice the difference
1: uh, at least just, that's been I my myself I, I i'm not at that desperation level
0: yet <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is how much i mean i realized this the other day because um, I wanted to buy something out of a vending machine, you know, that you know, was two dollars and I went, Are you kidding? So I'm digging I'm looking for change, right? I'm like, I don't I I don't know if I have I mean total I don't know if I have two dollars in change in my car, let alone eight quarters. <laughs> right? I'm digging for this thing. But anyways Well Dan, it has been a blast as usual. I promise to have you back on yeah, I shouldn't say that. But you you're more than welcome to come back on when you have another book out. How's that sound? Well, Jim, you, you thank know you. you. I would love
1: to come on. I love your show. Thank
0: You're the you. hostess
1: with the most. You're the host with the most.
0: I've been called worse today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. Have a good night. You too. And that's Dana Whoop. Ray. Good conspiracy, government, alien show, right? Well, well, rounded. I can't talk still. That's okay, though. You don't need to talk to this, right? Made that guy that posted that review seem like a genius today. That's okay. That's what I do here. A uh, few, few housekeeping things before we run fastly out of time. Subscribe to the newsletter if you have not. Uh, I'm going to be updating everybody via the newsletter about what's going on with me and my health and all that fun stuff. I sent out one last week, and it'll probably be again Monday before I send out another one when I want to meet again with the doctor. so... There's that. Uh, so that's the place to go for all that stuff. But until then, see you all on whichever social media you pleasure, or you could drop me an email, or you can just listen next week. Either way, have a good night, everybody. Coming up on Five Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis.